Stories Podcast. We're glad you're back with us again this week. And Lisa and I are here to talk about dreams again. What? <laughs> are you kidding me? Dreams? It's amazing, isn't it? Yes, it is. And we don't have a guest this week. We had a guest schedule, but we had really bad weather this week. We had tornadoes and things. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And Mississippi, such yeah. destruction. Um, yeah, so it's, so we, we postponed our guests to come back a different day, so yeah. it can make it a little easier. It'll be good. It, everything falls in its timing as it needs to be. It does. It uh, does. Well, I'm just curious. Are we going to talk about your dream that you had this week? Um, well, does it fit no. in there somehow? <laughs> it does fit, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Okay, it was a weird dream. Yeah. So, so alligators and tapeworms. If it were not for me, I mean, I'm not tooting my horn or anything, but if it were not for me, you would not probably recollect some of the things you've done in your sleep because you react you are very reactive i'm a very i I do not struggle with sleep paralysis very often on the other hand you do i do and it's really interesting i don't know if it's based in fear or not because there have actually well do we want to just go right into it? What are we talking about today? Well, we can talk about uh, <coughs> sleep physically paralysis? responding mm-hmm. in a dream, mm-hmm. literally physically responding, right. uh, and sleep paralysis issues. We've talked a little bit about it in the right, past, but right. it's been a while, so it probably would be right uh, a good opportunity to touch base again. So, Well, I believe that, that our Creator has put within us, and this is medically sound, actually, you know, um, what would they call science? Science, yeah. Okay, thank you. You blinded me with science. <laughs> okay, um, I'm not so going to let you sing that song. The, the but anyway, medical knowledge you have. Yeah. Um. What I was going to say was um, that our bodies actually are paralyzed while we're sleeping. There is something that is inactivated in us while we're sleeping, so we don't harm ourselves. I mean, if we begin to act out our dreams, we could literally harm ourselves. But there are some times when that system does not work completely, it can be faulty. That's why we see people who sleepwalk. Yeah, and and another place it comes up is in falling dreams. A lot of times when people are falling, Mm -hmm. it's one of the top 20 dreams that people have all over the world. Right. Uh, People are falling, they'll often jerk their self awake right there right before they hit or as they fall as they're falling I, mm-hmm. I had that happen to me the other day and I, I find out sometimes it's usually at the very beginning when the, at the first time I'm falling asleep because I fall asleep several times during the night you know I tell people all the time don't freak out if you think you wake up too much in the night it's not unusual for you to shift and wake up every hour and a half that's normal some people just struggle going back to sleep but it's usually for me it's that first time falling asleep in the evening or if I'm doing it at nap time I've noticed it at nap time it happens to me a lot and there is a little bit of a difference what you're talking about and what I'm talking about are slightly different okay because what you're talking about is that that not quite there between wake and sleep mm-hmm. and something startles you and it's like you're falling but it's not necessarily a dream 
of actually falling that wakes true. you up. Okay, so that's true. So there's that little difference. That's true. Same concept, right. but just a slight that's difference true. in the way. And the dream side of it, mm-hmm. we can interpret. Right. The just jerk that comes okay. when you sort of feel like you're falling mm-hmm. as you're going to sleep right. is a little something different. And that's not something that we really need to interpret. Okay, that's true. And, and the, the, the reason I say that is because literal falling dreams, when people are, when, if you have a dream where you're falling and you like you fall off a building or you mm-hmm. fall um uh you know out of bed in the right, dream right and it jerks you awake that mm-hmm. that sleep paralysis breaks and you and you sort of jerk as you fall right that type of dream is often about being out of control so okay. not having control of something feeling out of control so it happens a lot for people when they're really struggling with stress and anxiety yeah or issues or, or things that are going on in their life that they don't feel like they have the ability to control or right. handle they'll have they'll okay. tend to have a falling dream okay and how did we get there when we were going to talk about sleep paralysis well we're still talking <laughs> about sleep paralysis because we're talking about what will what will disconnect okay. you from sleep paralysis okay. and a falling dream does that a lot of times yeah and i know i remember when you were in law school you told me about a case y'all had to study about i don't know if you remember this or not <laughs> oh he's on the spot now where a guy the murder it was a murder case where a guy uh, i think bludgeoned his wife to death or something with a bat and he claimed he was sleepwalking oh, I just and sort of it was like it was a you know precedent it was like unprecedented that this person was claiming that you know the dream uh, that he was actually dreaming that he never meant to kill his wife he didn't even recollect it or anything so it's good that we have that protection because you know you don't want to do something dangerous you know so it is good but sometimes it does malfunction and what i was going to i'm not going to say malfunction it just operates differently sometimes we don't know why yeah we don't know why it does it the way it does but I said maybe mine is sometimes based in fear because um, and I know that there have been times where I have been afraid it was going to happen, and I would go think to myself, I sure hope I don't go into one of those weird dreams where I can't wake up. And I mean that within 30 minutes of me falling asleep, here I am, I can't wake myself up, and something's about to happen. And sometimes nothing is happening. I'm just in this state of not being able to move or talk and I've been moaning like trying to get your attention I'll try to move one finger (laughs) well and that is something most people that is something that most people it creates fear if it's not caused by fear right because people will ask us all the time about what happens when I feel like I can't move or I can't speak is that a demon attacking me? Is that a spiritual assault? Is something wrong with me in those cases? And, and in some cases, it can be. It can be a uh, the, the dark spiritual realm coming against you and trying to, mm-hmm. to hold you. Or you know, people will talk about being held or held oh. down, or their mouth covered in their dreams. Mm-hmm. Those are night terrors, right? And they play off of sleep paralysis mm. because what will happen is you're, you'll go into just enough twilight, just enough of the twilight time where you're kind of awake. You'll move a little mm. bit into that realm of lucid dreaming, so that you know you're dreaming, but you can't wake up. You can't move. You can't speak. That's a recognition of something that's medical. 
Right. Your body is still paralyzed. It hadn't moved out of that sleep paralysis state yet. But our adversary will use that because he is yes. oppressing us in the dream. He'll then use by allowing us to slip into that twilight or lucid dreaming state where we realize we're dreaming, mm-hmm. but we're awake just enough to know our body's still paralyzed. Right. And so now we feel like the dream attack is physically impacting us. Mm. And, and there are, of course, those rare cases. I say rare. There are those cases, I won't necessarily call it rare, where a dark spiritual force, a demonic entity or what, whatever, may actually literally be attacking someone mm. and it causing that feeling as opposed to sleep paralysis. But for most people, that's not the case. It's just the cross between the dream mm. and the medical physical physical reaction to being asleep and so for 98 percent of people you can't you you can't let yourself get stressed out of oh what was that i was something terrible spiritual was happening to me right i know that uh i have had some instances when i was dreaming where um my heart i felt like my heart had stopped you know and i remember it gave me a panic in my dream and when i woke up my heart was actually beating kind of out of rhythm and come to find out, I have PVC, so I've been having them since I was 20-something years old. It's just a little type, it's not really a murmur. My doctor called it a murmur, but, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong with me. It's very common. It's just the Most, way your heart beats. Right. It, it beats a little but bit. But sometimes it'll just slow down, and there'll be a long pause there. So, um, but anyway, I, so there are outside things. When I say outside things, I mean things with even within our body that are happening that affect our dreams, you know. And I've even talked about how a telephone is rang before and it incorporated into my dream and things like that. So even when you're, like, for instance, when I, my heart got out of rhythm that time and I was paralyzed, I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. And I remember waking up panicking. I also have a son that this is the same, very same thing has happened to. And he struggles with it too. Yeah, and, and there you're talking about a category of dream we would call a body dream. And, and really what we're talking about, in this episode, is this correlation between physical world and dream world. And sometimes that correlation crosses over on the sleep paralysis. Sometimes it crosses over with things in the natural world impacting our dream. And in that particular case, it's physically what's going on with your body, a physical condition bleeding into the dream. Believe it or not, there's another really weird application of that that only women have, and that's pregnancy dreams. Right. When the baby actually causes certain types of dreams. The baby, we know medically that babies in utero dream. The They do the brainwave stuff. I don't understand. You may know more about it than I do, but I read a, an article about it. And, and there is this impact of their dreaming on the body of the mother mm-hmm. that can cause a crossover. Uh, and some people would say even sharing mm. uh, dreams. Now, I don't, I couldn't, I've never. It would be really hard to there, prove so that, but it, there probably is some type mm-hmm. of correlation, mother's body picking up on something happening with the baby. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, and I mean, you know, it's one of those things where even though you may be paralyzed, there is that connection, like you said, with the body. Because I know that there have been so many times where I've been laying there in that paralyzed type state 
And I could actually, like, maybe my eye was slightly open, like there was just a little sliver, and I could actually see you. I could mm-hmm. actually sense things going on in the room, but I could not I could not break out of it. Now, most of the time, even though I, I've made it a point to kind of train myself where I say, okay, if I get in that place again, I'm going to relax, and I'm just going to breathe. And I'm not going to try and fight it because it seems like when you fight it, it makes it worse. So I've just, I do pray when I'm in that place, you know. But there are times where it's actually a dream. So I've had some where I'm just paralyzed and I'm awake and I I don't like it. And I I want you to wake me up and I've moaned. That's about the most I could do. I think this is important, particularly for as Christians operating on faith and believing that our dreams come from the three sources, God, our own body or the demonic world or the, mm-hmm. the dark spiritual world. Um, as a Christian, a response to those type of dreams is to call on Jesus, yeah. okay, to call on uh, uh, the name of Jesus, right. which is a, right. a, a Christian principle of authority that we mm-hmm. operate out of. And a lot of times, like where you were trying to quote a Bible verse, Satan, get behind me. Or will tell people, or they just know, if I could just say the name Jesus, it will stop. Right. A lot of times what people don't realize is speaking it in their mind and speaking it in their dream is just as valid as declaring it with their physical mouth. I mean, it it is proclaiming Mm -hmm. that authority. Yeah. It, It may be metaphorical in the dream. It may be more mental, a decision made with our mind, or it might be physical, speaking it with an open mouth. It's the exercising of the, th- the authority that makes the difference in the, the situation, the dream, or the, the, the encounter right. scenario that you're yeah. in. Yeah, and I, I think because it happens, to, it hadn't happened to me in a while, but I think because it happens to me, or has happened to me quite often in the past, is... I'm not thinking very clearly in that moment, although I feel like I am. Yeah. And so, but I do think you can, and we've talked about this before, make determinations before we get into a dream. that we're, Like if we have a night terror that bothers us, like if I have a lot of dreams with gorillas, I can, before I go to sleep, say I will not be traumatized by gorillas in my uh, sleep. A declaration of and faith. If and if I encounter one, I will have the power to overcome it or cause it to flee or whatever. Right. And so I just make that determination before I go to bed. And it really doesn't. And I haven't, I don't do that. I don't, every night before I go to bed, I, I don't pray about. <laughs> pray about not having I may, gorilla I dreams. I don't. But I should have prayed about not having an alligator dream last night. So. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I. I do think that even though I may make that determination sometimes when I'm in that state, I'm not thinking about, oh, if if I don't say it out loud, it's, it's you know, I, that doesn't harm me. I could just say it in my dream, and that's the same. But like I said, sometimes I'm halfway in between a dream and a thing, and a, an a actual thinking I'm okay and I need to break out of this, out of this paralyzation. And for the most part, though, even when I'm trying to think clearly, like sometimes I've said to myself when I'm paralyzed, okay, I know I'm I know I'm dreaming. I, I know I'm in this paralyzed state. What can I do to release myself? I feel the need to be released. It's almost like I feel like something else is holding me captive. Mm-hmm. 
and that it's not God. That's how I feel, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and I think one of the things we need to recognize is the more we discuss these kind of topics, the mm-hmm. more we uh, people consider them and think about how to respond, right. the more likely you're going to recognize what's going on and the right. need to respond right. to it. Uh, but now not everything requires us to respond to it. Sometimes we just respond in the dream. Uh, yeah. we, we have that, that peril, that, that, um, sleep paralyzation is not functioning. Now that's what happens when you were talking about earlier about the person who used it as a defense that they bludgeoned their wife and said they were sleepwalking, yeah. sleep talking. And your mom used to get up and go fix fit meals. Food really? and stuff. She would go get stuff out of the refrigerator. Oh, I she, she would go and get yeah, stuff I out of the fridge. Like she cooked. I, <laughs> I mean, was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, no. My I mom can, cooked in her. No, I can You're remember right. your mom going and getting food out of the refrigerator and, and eating and then swearing she never got up in the Right, night. right. So there are th- times when that sleep paralysis, and, and that's what sleep paralysis is for to keep us from getting up and acting out right. uh, things. Things that can harm us. But there right. are people who have gotten up. And cooked in the in the middle of the night, and they didn't know it, and they left an eye on or something very, like that. It can be a very dangerous so thing, right? Exactly. So we're thankful for this so mechanism that God has created us. Absolutely, with. God created it for us as a protective mm-hmm. measure. But there are then times when you might, I guess, you could say it just glitches. Yeah, and that's like what happened with me last night. You 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 know. Yeah. And and in a dream, we talked about. I think on the very first podcast, we talked about me uh, shaking in the bed yeah. uh, when there was an angel that cut my tongue out. Yeah. And, and I, I think responding. you were probably somewhat paralyzed in that dream. I don't know yeah, that you really could move. Yes, there was a physical move. response. Yes, it was there a was. shaking there. So there's that that not quite a true response mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. original dream that we talked about on the podcast yeah. then. And then there is the, the actual, I mean, like, I think kicking or running you you know better what I was doing. Oh than yeah, I do. so so and I worry because there have been times where um, you have been doing something in a dream, like moaning or something's going on, and I feel like you're in a really bad um, situation, and I feel bad for you because I wonder, oh, is he paralyzed? Does he need my help? Is you he know, trying to is, say shame? Get by me. Yeah. So and I'll I'll think mm, and then I'll wake you up and you'll say, I wish I hadn't done that because I was really in a good place. Yeah. Well, that's hard. That's really hard for you to know. It's hard for a person who's observing someone dream to know what are they going through? What are they dealing with? What are they experiencing? And you kind of have to, 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 to look at how is this person responding? Um, not from just the natural state of, they're running. They might be running to something, not running away from something. Exactly. So there's a little bit of discernment that has to come into play if you're going to intervene. And I'm just going to say I wouldn't be a huge advocate of always intervening. Well, that's what I'm saying. There have been times where you were like, I wish you hadn't done that. I was about to open a treasure chest. Yeah. And I may have kept you from seeing what was in there, know. you know. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Or one time you were like, I was Indiana Jones and I was running and I was. It was so awesome, and you, you woke me up. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, we do need to be careful. So what I did. So was, last night you left me fighting a tapeworm. I did. So here's <laughs> here's what happened. I was wide awake because something had been happening with me. So I was just wide awake for three hours, laying there, and then suddenly. You started 
<laughs> breathing hard, running, you're running, and I could feel your little arms beside me just, just twitching. I was like, he's running. And then I was like, no, he may not be running. maybe fighting something. So I just laid there, and then you were like, oh, and then you like moaned or something. I was like, okay, maybe I should wake him up. Does he need my help? I don't know, because I know that if I'm screaming or moaning, I need help, and I want you to wake me up. So I'm like, nope, I'm going to wait, because he's always told me, don't wake me up. So then it happened again, and about 30 seconds, you did the same thing, and I was like, oh, my goodness. So then um, you quit, and you calmed down, and then I heard you wake up. I was like, are you okay? And you were like, yeah, why? And I was like, were you fighting something? Was something after you? And you go, I don't know. You got up. Yeah, because all I could think about right that moment was I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so, so when you came I'm, back. I'm growing older, and it requires me to get up more frequently. <laughs> okay, we don't need all that information. But anyway. <laughs> well, you know, it's just reality. Yeah, so, so when you came back, I was like, you were like, hey, I did remember what I was dreaming, I, you know, and then you should. Yeah, I, I did remember what I was dreaming. So I had this, it was a really weird dream. So it's interesting what was going on, you know, as as you were observing me. You were awake observing right. me dreaming. Right, So I had been doing some repairs or some work of some kind around a building, and I won't name where the building is because as the dream goes on, our folks who interpret dreams and, and listen to podcasts could say, oh, that place is, you know, ah, dog or whatever. So so we'll just stick to I was in a building. I recognized the building. I knew where I was at. And uh, we'd been doing some work of some kind, which I really don't remember that part of the dream, but I walked into a room that was kind of like a transition, a very short hallway between a kitchen and like a living room area. And I was in the living room den kind of area and going to walk through this little short, like a six or eight foot maybe passageway between the two rooms. And I was going to walk through there and to the kitchen. And when I started that way, I realized there was an alligator laying against one of the hallway walls. Mm -hmm. And its tail was out into the den and its head was out into the kitchen. So it was like literally a, like maybe 12 foot alligator or something. I mean, it was a big alligator. And then it's kind of gross, but it's pooping. And it poops a tapeworm. Mm. That's as big as it is. Mm. It was huge. Yeah. And and when it did Which is technically right, most tapeworms are very long and can be longer than the yeah. actual host, so Yeah, and it was huge by length and width and okay. breadth. Okay. It was just a big tapeworm. Right. And so it, it poops the tapeworm. And it was almost like, it, it, this is so weird, it didn't, the tapeworm didn't go into a plastic bag, literally, but when we went to try, me and some of the other people who were there, we're going to go and try and get this tapeworm up and get rid of it, and it was partially, its tail end was in a plastic bag. So we were just trying to scoop it on up into that mm -hmm. bag to get mm -hmm. rid of it. And the alligator died mm. in the process of, of, releasing this mm. and so when I went over near it to grab the bag I slipped down so my feet went out from under me up towards the head of the tapeworm the head of the alligator and my torso was down back towards the tail and in the living room 
and and the tapeworm. <laughs> I'll go for it, buddy. I'm listening. The tapeworm was slashing, like sticking its big long tongue out or something with a hook on it, trying to grab my leg. Which they do have hooks. Okay. Well, anyway, it was trying to do this, mm-hmm. and so I kept jerking, you know, my legs. Yes, you were because. I didn't want it to touch my leg, and I couldn't stand up because I was having to put my effort into staying observing and staying away. So yeah. I'm trying to lay on the ground, keep my legs jerked away from me, and still get this tapeworm into yeah. a bag. And you were working very hard. I was I could hard feel work. It. Yeah. Thank it God a, you were um, paralyzed. Yeah, and, I and, mean, and, and I don't mean like sleep paralysis. I mean like. Your body was doing its job. You were staying somewhat contained. Yeah, it was working to the yeah. degree it needed to. I probably would have been kicking you out of the bed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's one of those things that it, I was moving in response to it. And our son actually uh, had he just interpreted it really it. quick. Mm-hmm. What did yeah. he say? Well, I, I won't say exactly <laughs> what he said, but he said there's a lot of stuff going on at that place. Mm-hmm. And it's time for it to come to an end and no longer have an impact on you. Yeah. But there's a battle over it. Yeah. And good. that's basically yeah. what the dream was about. Yeah. So it was a, a dream of uh, warfare in one yes. sense and, and uh, overcoming okay. in, in another. Yeah. That something was coming to an end. Yeah. And there would be a battle for it, but there'd be freedom. That's cool because, so. you know, we talked with one of our sons. It wasn't the same son who, who was on the podcast with us um this last time, it was uh, one of our other sons, and um, it's it's good to watch them. They've been around it enough. I think sometimes they think, "Oh, I'm not trained in dream interpretation." That's what my parents do. But, then they but just we do it. find that they do it all the time, and they understand it, and that's what happens. And again, you know, we don't live by our dreams, but we know when we have one that really stands out to us, that it could be a message to us to listen to or pay attention to. Yeah. Not necessarily to live by, but it's just like a road sign. So. Yeah, and and, and in that particular dream, I didn't have to you know, take authority or do anything. Right. I was the, metaphorically in the dream. I was just dealing with what yeah. needed to be dealt with. Yeah. And, and I stayed paralyzed enough to not cause a problem. And mm-hmm. it just, but there was a physical, spiritual dream mm-hmm. correlation mm-hmm. going on. And that happens a lot for people. So if you've been having dreams where you've been having some kind of physical response to it, or you've been sleepwalking, or you've woke, had a dream where you're, you know, uh, 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 paralyzed in your sleep, and you're sort of waking up and realizing maybe this episode helps a little bit to understand what's yeah, been going on. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. That's really good. So I'm glad we got to talk about all yeah, that. Yeah, and I guess our time is about up. It so is. Uh, we just remind people, uh, like, share, and subscribe. We really appreciate it when you do that. And otherwise, we can say what we always say at the end of an episode. Let me say it. Go for it. Keep on dreaming. Oh, it wasn't. Keep dreaming. <laughs> <laughs>